Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starts. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time, and that whenever and wherever you happen to be, you are <laughs> taking in this incredible energy. Oh my God. If you don't feel it yet, you're gonna really soon. Trust me, it's, it's big. My son and I had a conversation about it today. This energy is, um, I mean, I'm shaking. It's like I'm constantly vibrating with it and and it hasn't stopped. It hasn't let up for about four days, maybe five. I can't remember. (laughs) But as I get deeper and deeper into this energy, what I'm discovering is that I'm feeling better and better overall. And even though there's been some stress happening in the past couple days, overall, I'm not as uh, affected by it. A little bit, a little bit, the past couple hours, a little bit. But you just take a deep breath. And most of it goes away. (laughs) Another deep breath. Seventy-five percent of what remained goes away. What were we worried about again? After the third breath, I don't know. I gotta tell you guys something. Um, my kid and I were having this conversation about what what is this energy? What does it sound? What does it feel like? What is? I'm like there. I just feel crazy. I feel weird. And and he's like, I know. I do too. We feel like strange strange like every cell is vibrating like every nerve is firing at once and it hasn't let up in five whole days <laughs> um, my son says he feels like the center of the universe is like a giant gong and somebody beat it with that giant mallet thing that they beat a gong with. I don't know what it's called. Gong beater? I don't know. (laughs) And it's been reverberating like throughout the whole universe. And this energy, this vibration is vibrating each individual cell as if they don't exist in a body, but that they're individuals. That's how I feel. Every individual, I can feel every individual cell in my body and they're all vibrating as if a giant cosmic gong has been bonged. (laughs) It sounds crazy, guys. I don't know how else to explain it. I tried yesterday for days. I've been trying to explain these feelings I'm having so that 
if you're not going through it yet, when you get there, you're going to go, oh, yeah, I know what she means now. And some of you were already there before me. Some of you are like, yep, mm-hmm, you're nodding your head. You're going, oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened for me, too. <laughs> I know it. I just feel it. This is like we're all on the same path. We're like all in a big, grand cosmic line, like the cosmic Disneyland, and we're on the way. Some of us have been on the ride. Some of us uh, have gotten off the ride, and we're like way far deep into the fifth dimension, and some of us are just, we just arrived to the park. <laughs> some of us don't even know we want to go to the park yet. You know, but my son was like, yeah, it's like um, there's like this reverberation, like there's been a gong, like this sound, and it's so loud, and it's like, it's so loud, and yet we can't hear it, and like, my body is vibrating so much, it feels like it's floating, that's, uh, my son and I both were just talking about that, we both kind of feel like we're floating above our body, and we also have a feeling of like, um, almost like, yeah, I kind of know that my body has some pain. I don't feel it though. I don't feel it at all. I'm, I'm risen above it. I've like, I'm risen above my body and I don't feel what's going on in my body. Now I don't know how to heal my body yet. You know, like if I was Jesus, I would have been able to already heal my body and wouldn't have had the pain in the first place. So, you know, it's not like you hop into the fifth dimension and suddenly I know everything because you don't because I don't I, I mean maybe you would I don't know I know for a fact I don't but I did something a couple things happened a couple things happened first of all during the uh, channeling yesterday there had been something that had been on my mind that I was going to mention today about my cousin deleting me when I started mentioning spiritual stuff like the deeper metaphysical spiritual stuff like she liked one of my posts which was just said, believe in yourself. It was no big deal. I think that was the one. I, I put two or three out that were very mild, very, very, just for beginners, you know, and for all of us, the older veterans at the metaphysical thing that just need a reminder. I need a reminder to believe in myself. So I thought, hey, so do you, and so does everyone. And just breathe was one of my reminders. Just, just breathe. I need that one all the time as an asthmatic <laughs> and an uptight, overwound Virgo. Always I need that one. But um, honestly, I was shocked that she liked anything of mine. She very rarely likes my posts once in a great while. And that's okay. She doesn't have to like my posts at all. She doesn't have to like, she doesn't even have to be my friend on any social media. No one does, right? You know? But I was grateful that she was because she was somebody who I loved very much and we grew up together and she doesn't remember that. So she doesn't have the emotional bond to me that I do to her or did, I guess, you know, back in the day. And it's funny that I wasn't going to mention it and then I was going to put off a day and then maybe mention it and then I wasn't really, wasn't sure. And then Michael said, you need to bring this up. Okay, fine. Because it really happened the way the way I said, and I I um, was seen here. I was getting ready for bed, and I was seen on the edge of my bed, and I think I was like taking my shoes off, and I was maybe taking my magnesium and turning off my light, and just in the boring things I was doing, I heard her, and it sounded like she was on the phone, 
and she was complaining to a girlfriend or something about me and she was talking bad about me and who does she think she is she thinks she's so spiritual you know and just all this stuff but the thing is she hasn't talked to me in 20 years you know people do change And it's hard for us to like see somebody and then 20 years later, see them again and not imagine that they're still the same person they were 20 years ago. I mean, it's human nature, right? So I don't blame her for whatever. I don't care. Honestly, her opinion, it's, you know, it's her business, but, um, it, it, it kind of made me laugh because I could hear her talking about me. It made me laugh because I heard her as if I was sitting in the room. I was like, oh my God, yeah, living in the fifth dimension, when people talk about you, you're going to hear what they say. This is crazy, you know? And I was just tuned into her because I was like, I can't believe she deleted me. (laughs) Right after I put like maybe three or four postings and one of them got a little deep. And she's a spiritual person too, but so I don't know, she's just jealous or she's mad or I don't know what happened. So anyway, so I went ahead and I did the show and then, you know, you guys know who, whoever listened to it knows what I said during the show, you know, and, um, it wasn't that big of a deal, you know, like I was just like, well, yeah, shit happens, whatever. So today I got a notification on first thing in the morning. I got several uh, notifications, like nine people added me on Instagram. I'm like, I'm finally understanding how this thing works, right? So yay. And for all of those of you who added me and now are listening to the show, thank you, by the way. Welcome aboard. I'm glad to have you. And if you want to know what the show's about, uh, I think yesterday or the day before I gave an explanation on who I am, what do I do? I'm not some random spiritual person who decided I was spiritual a week ago because I want something to do. I've been on the path for my entire life. I'm 51 and I've been um, consciously aware that the ascension was going to happen since 1987. So I'm like kind of an old veteran at some of this, not saying I'm like super spiritually advanced. I don't know if I am any more than anyone else. I I doubt it, but, um, I do know a, a thing or two. And plus I've also studied in mystery schools as well. It wasn't just, I meditated and never did reading. I mean, I've read hundreds of books over the years. But, um, anyway, so welcome board if you are, uh, new, but anyway, so I, I got up my, I, you know, I looked on my notices and I thought, well, it's time to do another post and, you know, I want to keep this going. I want to keep this, uh, dialogue going and I'm starting to get some really nice energy exchanges between people. Really amazing. Um, people are doing readings about twin flames and one of them was extremely accurate and I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. So it's like, I'm starting to really interact with people in a positive way in the spiritual community and made me really happy about that. And all of a sudden here's my cousin on my feet. I'm like, Whoa, because all of a sudden her stuff was not on my feed yesterday when it looked like she just deleted me and she deleted me from her feed. Right? Like suddenly I couldn't even see her. I I couldn't remember what her name was on there. It was weird. So all of a sudden here she is. And I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And the picture of her, um, I kind of think it's her now, but it also looked like her when she was 20 and it made me cry because that's the sweet, beautiful young woman I remember her to be, right? 
and it made me cry. And I was like, I love her so much. I don't like that weird blockage she put between us. I don't like it, but I don't accept it from my end. I accept that she can decide for herself to love me or not, to know me or not, to be a part of my life, however minuscule or, or not. And so I started sending her a lot of love and light. And 10 minutes later, she put a um, another one. I guess she has, um, I think she has coronavirus. I, she's sick. I think she said she has coronavirus. So I got of course upset even if she's not with the coronavirus particular I got worried she's sick she's in Washington more people died in Washington than anywhere else so I just I started crying about it and I asked God to forgive me for anything that I hurt her in the past you know and and to forgive her and and to just send her extra love and healing because I want her to feel better obviously so then I started realizing, holy crap, I hopped a timeline because I looked and she did not delete herself from my timeline. Suddenly she's there. All of a sudden she's there again. And, and not only is her feed on my feed, cause I didn't delete myself from her feed, but she's back on mine. I'm like, this is freaking weird. And I started asking, did she accidentally delete me yesterday? but I heard her talking about me. Right. And God said, no, you've topped. I hopped a timeline. And then tonight I asked and God's like, actually you've hopped two timelines since then. That's what happened. Holy crap. How much of a difference a day can make in a moment can make it. I sent all this love and compassion to her and I hopped a timeline. I mean, even last night after I got done with the show, I sent her love and compassion and, and just energy. And I asked that she wake up please God, let her wake up because she's so smart. She's so spiritual. She can actually go really far spiritually if she chose to. I don't even know if she's choosing to or not. It sounds like she might be though. She's having a lot of personal growth moments, you know, in her feed when I have seen her feed. So I'm like, well, hell's bells. I'm so happy because so am I. I'm having personal growth moments too. And so she, um, like two or three hours go by she put something else on her feet and there's her horse. She said, I finally got out today. I feel better. It felt good to stand in the sunshine. And I knew that that was a sign that my love somehow clearly got to her, whether she knew it was from me or not. I don't know. doesn't matter. My healing energy I sent her through the Reiki um, and crystalline healing grid. She got it. She got it. So I want to share that with you guys, because once you're in the fifth dimension, your energy flows so much easier to people when you give them love. And I'm at this weepy emotional state because where I'm going in every moment moving forward, I feel more and more and more and more and more and more love in every moment and every passing moment. It's more than it was a minute ago. It's been this way for five days, you guys. It's just like, (laughs) it's like diving into the world's largest marshmallow. (laughs) It's soft and it's fuzzy. It's warm. It smells like vanilla. It's amazing. It's just pure love. And that's where it is. That's where we're at. That's where we're going. It's where we're headed. It's where we came from. 
And that's what I'm experiencing. And my son also said that he's experiencing a constant energy of pure, blissful love. He went free running today. He hasn't done that in years. And he just was like, I felt like it. I felt so good. And he's like, I'm just going to eat plants from now on, Mom. I don't even want to eat meat. I'm just, that's it. I'm going to be a vegan as much as I can be. Of course, we ate it the other day. We had had chips with some cheese on it. So that wasn't really vegan. And, you know, but we haven't had, you know, we've had like dairy, but we haven't had, um, it's been like three days without meat, I guess now. Um, we saw the game changers on, on Netflix and we thought, well, we'll try it. We'll try it for a week and see how we feel. And we might add back in fish or shrimp and see how we feel. And then we'll go back to that, you know, vegetarian or vegan, see how we feel. You know, we're just, we're going to try to, so we decided for like a week, let's just try it 10 days, maybe we eat nothing but plants. So we've been just eating like plums and bananas and walnuts and, and, uh, so with this energy, this pouring out of love over us, it's just like washing over us. And the only other way that I could think of it, it's almost like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. I just not like rain because rain is gentle. Even when rain is hard, it's gentle compared to this. Like, and even though this energy is, it's overwhelming love. We're being overwhelmed by love. And I guess if you've ever been through a car wash, now if you're in a place where you've never seen a car wash and you've never washed your car in one of those machines that wash your car, where you drive through and all of the the water comes pouring down on your car and you get to watch it, it's really fun and weird. And, um, and like the scrubbing things, scrub your car with all of the... Um, like they're not sponges. I guess they're like mops, <laughs> car mops, you know, and it, and you, your car gets like all, um, soapy and then it gets rinsed off and then it gets like soapy again and it gets rinsed off again. And then it gets like, um, the hot wax and it's like super hot. It's just like tons of pressure is being put on your car in that moment. And you're inside your car going along like the, you know, you're driving through it, right? You're just like going along and it's like really crazy. It's one of my favorite weird experiences to have. And in a way, that's what I feel like right now. I feel like the fifth dimension is like the grand cosmic car wash and we're the cars <laughs> and we're being scrubbed, like scrubbing bubbles inside and outside and through all of our energy fields. We're just being scrubbed. And what we're being scrubbed with instead of water and mops and hot wax and soap is just love, 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 love. It's a pure, a pure blissful energy. And so there's that. And then the other, the other description my son and I were talking about, I said, I feel like I'm a giant fluffy redheaded cat sitting in the lap of God and he's petting me over and over and over again with his, with his strong godly hand, right? (laughs) On, you know, on my fur 
And as he's doing this, I'm purring. And as I'm purring, the vibration of the purr is just purring all across the whole universe. (laughs) That's the other description I came up with. It's just like, and it's like reverberating in my ears. The tinnitus is like this giant grand cosmic kitty cat purr. Very high pitched. But it's just, and I keep getting this hot energy just flowing like the zero point. It's what it is, a zero point energy flowing in each individual cell. It's flowing in and flowing out. And it's just like taking with it all of the stuff. Now I noticed like two days ago, no, it was yesterday, yesterday, when I took a shower, when I touched my skin, the quality of my skin has gone up. It sounds weird, but like the way, like to touch my skin, it felt like, um, my skin is like a little bit more, um, I don't know what to say, flexible or, uh, or less flexible. <laughs> like I'm more collagen in, in underneath the surface of my skin. And I feel like I'm in my twenties, late twenties again. Like my skin is becoming younger, more youthful. My body is going back in time, which it already was. I mean, my hair is starting to come back and all. So I'm becoming younger again, which thank God for that. And it's something's going to happen to all of you too. Especially if you're over the age of 30, you're going to go back to, you know, like 25. You know, if you're over 35, you'll go back to 29. Like almost right away, because when your chakras start spinning, and keep working with your chakras, make sure they're all spinning the right way, same direction. Himalayan um, five rights, or the Tibetan five rights, R I T E S. Look it up, do the exercises, um, do them every day. You know, if you're 60, give it about six to eight weeks, and you will look uh, about 29 again. You won't look a day over 30 to 32 if you do this for two months every day. Um, they've done this on thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people now have done this and have discovered this to be the absolute truth. In fact, a lot of women in their late sixties to early seventies ended up getting their period again after like three or four months of doing the exercises because <laughs> everything went back to way it was when they were in their you know late twenties to early thirties. So, um, yeah, so that's I don't know, it's the only way I could describe it, you guys. This is the only way I could tell you what is going on with me. And it's just like this overwhelming love. It's like I'm swimming in a soup of love. <laughs> and as I'm going through this more and more in every moment, I feel more and more love. And as I feel more and more love, I feel less and less my body. I don't even feel my body that much. If I focus on it for a second, I can feel it. I can go, oh, yeah. My pain has body, my poor body. I love my body. Let's send love to my body. (laughs) And when I, and if I lay down and I send love to parts of my body, my spine will go back into place. Like do it yourself chiropractic, but I'm doing it with my mind. (laughs) So all of a sudden I can relax all my muscles. I tell my bones go back into place. I do a quick little stretch and crack, crack, crack all the way up. Just don't need a chiropractor. Just that's what's been going on. (laughs) I mean, full disclosure, I did for years go to a chiropractor. So my joints are a little bit loose and it's easier 
to put uh, things back into place once they've been adjusted enough times, but things are changing, man. It's different. This is different. All right. I'm going to get right into the space weather news and tell you guys some wild ass shit that's going down. Something that went down in San Francisco. This is going to blow your mind. I'm going to tell you about this in a second. So I had to pause that because my arrabbiato al fresco salsa italiano was <laughs> starting to run out of water. I, I'm making a really nice arrabbiata sauce. It means angry sauce. It's angry because it's full of hot ahi peppers. I put fresh garlic and onions and all kinds of spices. The spices I don't have, they're dry, they're not fresh, but everything else is. It's a bunch of red stuff, red, fiery red peppers and spicy red peppers and tomatoes. And it looks amazing and smells really good. So I'm making that for dinner tonight and um, <laughs> keeping with the vegan thing. I'm, you know, I've got these noodles that don't have any eggs in them and my son's like I'm not gonna have it if it has eggs I'm like it doesn't trust me I checked but I had to check again and they don't so at least we could have pasta even though I don't really want wheat I'm gonna try this plant thing for about a week and see what happens again I you know haven't had the best luck with plant diets in the past but hey I'm in a different dimension now my body's changed quite a bit so we're getting there all right so Man, spaceweather.com has some wild stuff today. <laughs> um, we'll start real quick with the solar wind speed. It's picked up since yesterday. We're at 360.4 kilometers per second. Still slow for the actual sun itself. That's relatively slow. We are on day two of no sunspots. Um, let's see, we're still under a solar minimum. Very high cosmic radiation coming down so lots of neutrons in the air according to Ulu Finland are all sky cameras that NASA uses to scan the skies above the United States have detected four fireballs um, today and let's see we also by the way have just been you know we have the the solar wind had been flowing and yesterday and today all day long I felt it I, I but I don't know if I'm feeling that am I feeling the radiation <laughs> is this not the fifth dimension is just radiation <laughs> are we being slowly nuked are we <laughs> in the grand cosmic microwave I don't know what's happening but I do know I'm feeling all kinds of crazy energy but um, there are no deep corona holes on the earth side of the Sun right now so that means we're not really gonna have there's a little bit of a white light on the sun, and that reminds me of something I needed to tell you guys, too. Yeah, this white light in the sun, it's not a, at all a sunspot. I don't know what it is. Am I looking at this picture? We'll see tomorrow if it starts to formulate something. They'll mention it if it if it if come, something comes of it. But, uh, let's see. Um, of course, we're in the cold thermosphere still. Um... The solar flare reporting is offline because they're switching to NOAA's new GO-16 satellite, so we don't have any news on that. 
not that we ever really did, huh? I haven't done that part of the show. <laughs> haven't done that for the show yet. Um, all right. Before we get into this really wild stuff of space weather. Okay, so yesterday when I was channeling Michael Sherhan, at one point, usually I, I keep my eyes closed. Sometimes my eyes are open, but if I really need to hear something or try to understand it from a different angle, I'll close my eyes so I could use my internal map and my internal... Um, eyesight to see what he's telling me so I looked up in my room during this channeling and I saw three bright white lights in my room standing next to each other they looked like uh, little saucers (laughs) for lack of a better word they're like little saucers saucer shaped white lights bright white lights and my own light in my bedroom overhead doesn't even work. So, you know, there's like no lights in here except my little nightstand one, which is just a kind of pale yellow, very soft light. But these were bright, bright, bright white lights. And they I realized there were three other people in the room here with him. It was Mira and two other people that work for Ashtar Command. And all I could see were the lights. I, I felt him touch me on my hand, but you know, no one else touched me and I didn't see him. I didn't even see his light, but I saw theirs. And I, fi- and I asked later after I finished and published the show, they were still here. And I'm like, okay, so were you guys testing me? And they said, yes. And at least that part of the test I passed because I felt a soft sort of comfort and love that they were here. It was Oh, thank God my family's come back sort of feeling and I'm not originally Pleiadian but I have lived in the Pleiades and I feel very comfortable with these people they've got terrific energy so I that happened it happened but I know if they had shown up physically suddenly out of nowhere I might have freaked out if they showed up really close to me I might have punched them or pushed them shoved them to get away like it would scare me Like, I don't know what my initial reaction would be, but they will start testing us. If you want them to test you, they will test you. You can ask, ask them, ask for your Pleiadian Ascension partner to come and help you ascend farther and farther. Um, during my quick little break, when I paused the, the, um, audio here, I asked God about how many of you listening to the show are already in the fifth dimension. The answer was 55% good chance that you're there if you think that you've already crossed that threshold and you feel weird and you don't feel like you have in a long time but you feel better somehow but it's still kind of that unstable weird energy or maybe you're farther along than I am but 55% of you are already there already in the fifth honey (laughs) thank god for that right it's like but it's gonna be slow and it's gonna you know but when Michael was telling me yesterday and telling us all saying it's going to gradually change the fifth dimension around us will gradually change and things will happen. And you know, if it all happened at once, it'd be like this wild psychedelic trip. But since it's going to be so slow and gradual, we're going to get used to little things at a time. And when he was telling me that is when those three lights appeared in my room and I was okay with that. I told you guys last week that I saw a dragon outside and then it disappeared and it was just there for a split second. And I thought, well, that was crazy. (laughs) Was that an acid flashback or what? I don't know. And then, um, two days later, my son saw it 
He was like, whoa. And I'm like, what? He goes, oh yeah, nothing. It's nothing. And I'm like, what happened? And he said, well, there was like this big black dragon and then all of a sudden it was gone. So I'm just questioning my sanity right now. And I'm, what the hell? And I'm like, well, I saw it a couple days ago. So if I saw it, <laughs> didn't say anything. And then he saw it. And he did say something, and then I'm like, well, I saw that too, and I saw it, and, I, and I'm like, and you could, I could prove it to you, it's on my show, a couple days ago, I mentioned it to you guys, you know, so he's like, all right, all right, so we're not crazy, and we both saw something, and it's really there, and we're also in the fifth dimension now, we're, you know, we're starting to venture in farther, as we venture in farther and farther, we're going to start seeing stuff, be prepared. All right, on spaceweather.com, um, I want to read this little bit because you guys might enjoy this. Aurora's love equinoxes. The northern vernal, which means spring, equinox is only one week away. That's good news for Arctic sky watchers because Aurora's love equinoxes. Researchers call it the Russell McFerrin effect. At this time of year, cracks form in the Earth's magnetic field, allowing solar wind to enter in. Even a weak stream of solar wind can spark a good display around the poles, so happy spring. And they do have Aurora Borealis alerts. They will send you a text message. Now, that's not going to do you much good unless you live in the Arctic or unless you have access to YouTube like everybody does. And you could go look at the live stream of the Aurora Borealis. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm super interested. I always listen to John Jett and God bless her. I love her so much. She calls the Auroras and they come. It's crazy. She calls cows. She calls animals. She's, she's a witch. She's a white witch. She's a white witch of the North. <laughs> and uh, I, she's incredible. So I highly recommend her channel on YouTube, but, um, Anyway, so there's that. So the Aurora thing. So now Sunset Mirage. Now this was very crazy. This week, Mila Zinkova looked out over the ocean and saw a familiar sight. The statue of Christ the Redeemer in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Which is strange. Because she was standing almost 7,000 miles away in San Francisco. In California. <laughs> It was a mirage, says Zinkova. If you scroll past her photo for an explanation, and then I'm doing that now, this is actually the Farallon Islands lighthouse west of San Francisco, says Zinkova, because it was shape-shifted by the Fata Morgana. Fata Morgana. The Fata Morgana is a type of sunset mirage. It's produced by strong temperature inversions, a layer of unusual, unusually cold air hanging just above the sea surface is key. Light passing through this layer can be distorted and stretched in fantastical ways. It causes ghost ships to f appear to float in midair. It turns the full moon into a rectangular block and it raises false walls of water. Now, in this case, the mirage turned a California lighthouse into a Brazilian statue. That's not all, says Zinkova. Evidently, Fata Morgana was not satisfied 
with this design because she kept changing it all the time as shown in this video. Then a second sun exploded in the same atmospheric duct and at one point it was rectangular. So you guys, I'm telling you right now, go to spaceweather.com. When you're done listening to the show, don't forget this. Go to spaceweather.com and click on where it says the words, this video under this beautiful, sunny, golden, orangey, red sky. And it looks like Christ the Redeemer. I watched this. It's like a five minute video she took. And I mean, it looks like um, a cross, then the Christ of Redeemer statue, then it turns into a tree, then it turns into an umbrella, then there's like a bunch of lights on it, it looks like a, a telephone pole, it looks like a Christmas tree at one point, this, it, it's insane, I've never seen the Fata Morgana, I've heard about it years and years ago, I think from Pirates of the Caribbean actually, <laughs> years I heard, years ago I heard about this, it's like an optical illusion that happens out at sea. But in this case, you guys got to see it. This is like wild stuff. Really cool. I love when, I mean, it's, it's almost like something that if you saw this, it's almost like you're like, it's got to be a miracle. It's got to be a sign. It's, it might be a sign for you. If it's something you've been wondering or thinking, worrying about, and then you see this in one of the shapes, it shifts into a shape that you've been thinking about it might be it might be a sign for you so I'm just gonna tell you go look at this all right so disclosure news dot it <laughs> um, nine o'clock in the morning they said March 12th is a special day we would have liked to make a prediction in any case the activity had a small surge in yesterday's UTC evening event between 19 and 22 with variations in amplitude that reached power 20 these were followed by relative calm until 6 a.m. UTC when we had an isolated peak of power 24. At 7 UTC, the strongest activity so far began and brought amplitude to power 57 between 8 and 8.30 UTC. The ECC for this peak turns out to be 90, so that's pretty cool. They have a table here if you want to look at it. 1700 hour report says after the strong peak at power 57 between 8 and 9, the activity completely and suddenly subsided, returning to a calm state. So again, we've got like four pillars of light and it reached 57. Now, I do want to mention something about March 12th, by the way. Today is the day that my mother was born, my birth mother. Today's the day that I turned Muslim. Today's the day my mother died. Today's the day my mother got married, one of her one of her marriages. <laughs> she, you know, she really liked March 12th. It was a very favorite day for her. I never told her I, I converted to Islam. And I converted to Islam in 2012. You know, right before we all supposedly hopped onto a new planet and didn't know. <laughs> According to some theories of the Mandela effect. <laughs> so eight years ago today, I, I, I said my Shahada and I converted to Islam because I felt that when I, after I had read the Quran, I liked what it had to say. I met a Sayyid, God bless him. He um, is a direct descendant of 
the great prophet Muhammad, praise and blessings be upon his name. So I thought that was pretty cool. It just happened to be, just so happened to be on my mom's birthday. I could never tell her it would have broke her heart. She was a Christian. <laughs> but when I read what that during that year, when I read the Quran, it did say that, um, God loves everybody equally, regardless of whether they have a religion or not, and whether they are religious or not. And even those people who are atheists are loved by God equally. Everybody is loved. And it had such an all-inclusive loving energy to the words that I felt drawn to it. And I kind of felt like it's the three, three, three in one religion. (laughs) And I loved that. I loved it because it, it talks about all of the things that were right and correct in Judaism and all the things that were right and correct in Christianity. And it does not deny that Jesus exists. It does not deny Mother Mary. In fact, there's a whole chapter about her. So I felt particularly close to it. And I met a lot of people from Saudi Arabia that I absolutely, I just loved them. They became my brothers. And then I saw a documentary. National Geographic had a documentary that was might still be on it. I don't know if it is or not, but it was on Netflix and I watched it and it said that only people who are Muslim can visit the Kaaba Allah, the house of God. Now, if you're Jewish, you know that as the Kabbalah, Kaaba Allah, Kabbalah. (laughs) Um, Doesn't take a rocket science to, scientists to figure that out. And I have studied some Hebrew words and letters and numbers and I've studied all that in mystery schools and now you know then I went towards Islam because there's more mystery to be unraveled and to learn so but I when I heard that that only Muslims can go and touch the first house ever built on this planet meant to worship God I cried I'm like I want to go there I want to go there Abraham and his son were walking through the desert one day and they saw this wild building square completely square cube of space transformational cube this is what the this is what in the holy tarot what the 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 king is sitting on a cube the philosopher's stone the sorcerer's stone if you've read harry potter it's magical it's beyond religion so i wanted to have the ability to go (laughs) I haven't gone yet, and actually because of coronavirus, the whole country shut down, and nobody, nobody is there right now. No one is praying, and no one is going around the first house meant to give praises and love to God. It's crazy. I mean, everything is shut down. This virus has shut the whole damn planet down. Something we can't even, it's a no <laughs> it's something we can't even see and it shut down the whole works. It shut down the works. It's like a gremlin. <laughs> what is up with this virus? 7% have died. Not now, it's gone up again. So there's that. Um, I don't want you guys to get into the fear mongering. I want you to love yourself and love each other and if it's your time it's your time and if it's not it's not there's a 93% chance it's not gonna hurt you I mean you'll have a crappy two weeks and then it'll be over 
and it is like pneumonia, so it isn't just the common cold, which I thought before. After I've done my research, I realized it's like pneumonia. Lot worse than the common cold, lot worse than the flu. It's 10 times worse than a flu, they say. So you know what, you guys, if you can, go out and get all of the typical stuff you need. Get your anti-diarrhea medicine, get your anti-cough medicine, get your Vicks Vapor Rub on. You're going to need that. Get an extra bottle. Put on the bottom of your feet. If you get sick, you get congested, put it on the bottom of your feet, put your socks on. I'm not saying it's going to cure the virus. I'm going to say that it will, though, take out some congestion in your body. It can alleviate the symptoms, and that might make all the difference in the world. Have hot tea. Get lemon juice. Get get the, you know, the reconstituted lemon juice in the bottle. If you're not in a place where there are fresh lemons, get the get a couple bottles of lemon juice. Do everything in your power to be prepared. Get some colloidal silver right now. Go to the go to the store. Get the colloidal silver. That kills germs. Get your whiskey on if you're not an alcoholic. You can take one shot a day, not more. You don't want to lower your immune system. You want to brace it up. Whiskey will do that. If you get sick, one shot a day, no more. Little shots, too. (laughs) I don't want you guys saying, well, I couldn't function because I shot I took was too big. But just, you know, self-regulate, self-quarantine, Send please love and light to Jude Decoff, the um, founder of the Starseed Perspective podcast. He is my near twin flame, and he is very sick. He has been on steroids for a while. He's been sick for weeks. I've been sick for weeks without being sick, which is weird. Maybe I'm taking some of his symptoms on. I don't know. You know, I, I, I feel like I've had, I've been going through this illness without being ill. I had a point three. Uh, fever, you know, 0.3 more than normal the other day, but it's, I think it's subsided back down to normal again. And, um, I'm on prednisone too, cause I couldn't breathe either. It's weird. Really weird. It was like out of nowhere. Just now I can't breathe. Now I'm on the prednisone. Oh my God. You know, I've been doing the Wim Hof method of breathing. I haven't been taking ice cold showers every day because it's been very cold out. And I've been kind of leery about doing that. Um, especially while being on prednisone, but I'm on prednisone too. And what that does when you're on it knocks out your immune system. You don't have an immune system. You have no defenses, but it takes out all the inflammation so that you can breathe. It takes the symptoms away. So I'm worried, you know, I've been worried. My, and Jude is worried too. So please send love and light. He lives in Florida. People are, people are getting coronavirus left and right in Florida. People come from other places, go to Florida, come back after two days and Now they've got it. And they're like, oh my God, there's not enough test kits. There's probably more people that have it that than we know, but keep your wits about you. Keep your joy and your beauty and your love about you. Know that you're going to be okay. Your soul can never, ever get sick. Your soul can never, ever die. Your body, on the other hand, can, but you're still going to be okay no matter what. So don't give in to the emotional fear. That's what um, CNN, Constantly Negative News, will have you do. Give in to the fear. Quick, everyone panic. Run about. Shout. Fight over toilet paper. I'm going to tell you guys a secret right now. (laughs) 
this is a weird Muslim secret. You don't have to do this if you don't. I, I don't always, like, you know, I I do use toilet paper, you know. <laughs> but I have been in places where I didn't have toilet paper. And you know what? Just, you get a water bottle. You fill it with water. You use soap. And you clean your body. You're in a bathroom in a room with a shower. There's ways to clean your body that don't involve toilet paper, so don't panic over toilet paper. <laughs> That's it. I, you know, it's just like... I mean, those, I don't know if you guys saw those crazy ladies. I think they're in Australia or something. They're fighting over toilet paper. I'm like, what? It's like, oh my God, between the three women, they had two brain cells rubbed together. And it's like, just wipe your body with, like, you know... Water, <laughs> washcloth, baby wipes work as well. It's not like your water is being turned off in your house, you know. And it's not like anyone's gonna run out of toilet paper. There's no shortage. There's no shortage of toilet paper. I don't know if people are people are going really crazy, man. I'm just like, woo. In here, people are all like, eh, todo es tranquilo. No es un, no hay un problema. Everyone just says everything is tranquil. Everything is peaceful here, man. There's not a problem. That's how people are here. It's not a problem. Like downtown, for a few days, they had a loudspeaker on telling people how to protect themselves from the virus in case it comes to Cuenca. Thank you, God, we don't have it here yet. But, you know, they're putting hand sanitizer on all the buses and one of the airlines shut down. They said, screw this shit. We're not, we're not getting the coronavirus. We're not going to be responsible for this. TSA agents in the U.S., uh, three of them have coronavirus. Imagine all the people's stuff, all the bags they went through. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. New York, New York State has started to make its own hand sanitizer and hand it out. And the mayor of New York City was talking about it and trying to sell the people on it. Everyone wants hand sanitizer. Sorry. You know, you don't have to pitch it so much. Just, you know, we all want it. We, we all want to be safe, right? People are going crazy. Look how much has changed the world in just a short matter of time. And what's really funny about it is, um, weren't we saying last year that the money system's going to break down? We don't know when or how. <laughs> is, is, is this, is this how? I don't know. All right, uh, heartmath.org. This is the other place I go to to look up Schumann Resonance News because, you know, the IT, I mean, the disclosurenews.it is not a very accurate, it's not, it can't, it can't account, that one number cannot account for the entire world. It is not a collection of all the numbers around the world put into one. Not by a long shot, it's only one number. So when people go, oh my God, I felt it's 57. Honey, what you felt was the 791 from Hulului two days ago. That's what you were feeling. You know, I mean, if that's what we feel, that's the one you were feeling. There's more to it. There's more to the story, and I've been saying it all along. All right, California started off at midnight at 67 hertz frequency. By 4 a.m., they were at 58 hertz frequency. And Hofuf, Saudi Arabia, they're just zero all the way across the board. They have not come up off that mat at all. They're down to the count right now. We'll see where they head in the next couple weeks. Lithuania 
started off at midnight at 101 hertz frequency. By 4 a.m., they were at 104 hertz frequency. Alberta, Canada started off at 7, so just a little bit, you know, almost a point lower than normal. 7 hertz frequency at midnight and went down to zero by 4 a.m., so that's unusual. Northland, New Zealand started off at 41 hertz frequency at midnight and by 4 a.m., they were at 42 hertz frequency. And last but not least, Tallulah our favorite friend who's been way the hell up there lately. I mean, on Wednesday, they were at 591 hertz frequency. But guess what? This is another weird one. Tallulah South Africa, were, they were at 109 hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale at midnight. And by 5 a.m. or 4 a.m., they were at zero they're back down to zero. How freaking weird is that? So by 4 a.m., the highest number on the Schumann resonance scale was in Lithuania with the 104. And then 58 and 42 and three places were zeroed out completely. This stuff is weird. Can't make this up. All right. Um, let's go to some high vibrational teachings from A Course in Miracles right now. The Foundation for Inner Peace can be found at acim.org. You can also go do the lessons on your own for self-study absolutely free. There's a bunch of apps. Just go check your um, your phone store, whether it's at your iStore or your e-store. <laughs> your iStore. No, not your eyes. No, iStores. <laughs> Don't touch your face. <laughs> All right. ACIM.org. We are on lesson 253 today. 253 is this. Myself is the is ruler of the universe. Let me do that again. Myself is ruler of the universe. Myself is ruler of the universe. It is impossible that anything should come to me unbidden by myself. Even in this world, it is I who rule my destiny. What happens is what I desire. What does not occur is what I do not want to happen. This must I accept. For thus am I led past the world, this world to my creations, children of my will. In heaven where my holy self abides with them and him who was, who has created me. I like that creations, children of my will. My creations are children of my will. That doesn't mean necessarily actual children. It could be your, your things, you, your children that created from your will, your, your art, your music, your joy, your writing, your hip-hop, your stand-up, your stand-out, however you stand out among your people. Anyway, we'll continue the lesson. You are the self whom you created. Son, creating like yourself and one with you. Myself, which rules the universe, is but your will in perfect union with my own, which can but offer glad assent to yours, that it may be extended to itself. Myself is ruler of the universe. 
All right, guys, you might want to go and check that one out and read it again and again because it's written in a very... It, it's written in a strange way, but it's very, very deep. you got to keep reading it. I'm going to read it now a couple times to myself when I take a break. <laughs> I'm going to take a break, and when I come back, guys, I am going to talk about witchcraft. Haven't done a witchcraft episode in a while. We're going to talk about magic and self-protection right after this message. All right, guys, so I'm just going to go over some ways that I protect myself on a day-to-day basis using magic. Um, Basically, I I don't know, magic's always been a part of my life, uh, especially my adult life since I started looking into it, but a lot of the stuff I found in books wasn't really like, it just felt weird and contrived to me. A lot of the stuff I found in books were like, do this, do that, stand here, do this ritual, have an altar just like this. This is the diagram. And it kind of, you know, even though it was slightly helpful, it just kind of felt like, well, if I can't do my own thing with it, then maybe I don't want to do it. You know, like if I, you know, the reason I didn't want to be in religion is because the religions tell you what to do, generally speaking. And there's always someone in in charge and you know it's just a whole thing well our church doesn't believe that because the head of our church says not to believe that and you know they're the ones handing down the rules I mean I I, I've heard stuff like that my whole life it's crazy there's one reason I liked Islam there is no central church there's no head anything you know all the mosques crop up because people want to be together and pray together and it's only one hour every Friday and women are not they don't have to go (laughs) I like it you know it's a Friday afternoon but a boom but a bing got your weekend free that's not why I became a Muslim I'm kidding but (laughs) you know but like uh, a lot of people that are magical folk uh, are Wiccan as a religion and that's not me I am not a Wiccan I am not a witch like that I found out last year when I was beginning this show that basically my, I don't even know, honestly, because I'm not 100% clear on all of it yet. I don't know if it was my ancestors that started to call me, although that has recently started to happen, but I had all of these flash bang boom insights and discovered I am a lineage witch or a hereditary witch, but it skipped several generations because my parents and their parents were Christians and squashed the witchy poo part of us out. And I have been trying to reconcile some of the things that I've always known things, gifts, and natural things have happened to me that have nothing to do with any of the people around me. It's been kind of crazy. Like, like, what do you mean you didn't hear that person's thought? It was so loud. Or why, you know, why, 
what do you mean you don't understand what that chipmunk wants? You know, how come you can't hear the crow, mom? I don't get it. It's talking. It's so loud. It wakes me up every morning and gives me instructions. It's like a school. He's my grandfather, you know, my grandpa, my grandpa crow. And my, my mom's just like, it's just a dirty old black bird. And she'd chase it away with the broom. She'd scream, shoo, shoo. It's like, no, it's like this massive, it was like actually a raven. It was really huge raven and it would knock on my window every morning and through telepathy would talk to me. And, and I just, it's like, I didn't get why no one else mind talked. Why are we not all talking like that? And then I grew up and I still could do telepathy and I wasn't really, um, I never lost that ability, but I didn't do it with people because no one else could do it. And then when my oldest kid was born, same thing again, she's like, so angry at me. I'm mind talking to you, mom. Why can't you hear me? And I'm like, Oh my God, I totally forgot that I could mind talk. And, and yeah, of course we can. It's like, I've never had another human that could do this with me. She had a friend and they would mind talk. She would, they would put words or, um, they would sing songs or talk to each other and they put it in an energy bubble and they would blow on it gently and blow it to each other. And they could see it. They literally could see it. The next door neighbor kid and my kid. And they were just like playing with these energy bubbles all day long. They could see it every now and again in our yard. We would see the fairies come in an, in, a, in an, another kind of energy bubble. We lived in a place with a lot of, lot of vortexes or portals or energy. I don't know what, but it was a pretty incredible place up in the Northern uh, California mountains. And, uh, so then my, my daughter and I tried to talk, mine talked to each other. We couldn't quite sync up that way, but sometimes my youngest and I have a very strong link. Actually, I still kind of have a, a, a strong link with my oldest, but my youngest and I like he'll show up and go, okay, so I was at my friend's house and I heard you calling me, you know, and his friend's house is like miles away from here. <laughs> But he'll, you know, if he doesn't have his phone, I, I, I tell him and he hears me and he'll just come home. What do you need? What do you want? It's like, well, I was worried about you. Your phone's right here. I can't write you. I don't know where you were. (laughs) And it's like, it's been like that with him and I since the day he could walk, you know? So some of the gifts that I have are, um, I know they're hereditary, their lineage. And, and if you guys have these gifts too, it might be just that your parents and grandparents, maybe two or three generations back have forgotten that we're all witches, right? We all are magical creatures. We are magic beings. Jesus himself is a magic being. And so it drives me crazy when all these people go, Ooh, magic is evil. Really? Then you're calling Jesus evil. He turned water into wine. That's magic. He raised the dead. That's necromancy magic. (laughs) Go back into some of the old ancient texts about him. And he used a wand to perform his magic. Moses was a magician. King Solomon was a magician. King Solomon was a relative of Jesus. That's linear, linear hereditary 
witchcraft, healing, sending energy. And then in the end, he did ascension magic. And that's what we're all doing now. We're all in this process of trying to do ascension magic and ascending, right? You don't have to call it magic if it makes you uncomfortable, but that's what it is. That's what, that's who he was, and that's what a lot of us are. We have it. We have it in our blood. My youngest, when he gets angry, he will has shattered glasses and bowls, even a plastic straw once with his mind. Didn't do it on purpose. He couldn't control it. it just happened. I've seen a glass shatter from the ground upward and spray into people's faces like a, like a tempered glass Starbucks. It was a cold floor. It was a cold Starbucks glass. It wasn't anything to do with temperature. My son got mad because we weren't going home. We are waiting in the waiting room and I needed to get um, a treatment for asthma and I was in the emergency room. And they made me wait for two hours with an asthma attack and no medicine and no insurance to speak of. And um, he was angry. I was angry too. We we're all kind of on edge. We wanted to be home and resting and hadn't had dinner yet. And he got very angry and he got so, so angry that the glass shattered from the floor and it flew up and it hit four people. I mean, this woman is picking bits and pieces of this tempered Starbucks glass container out of her, picking it out of it, out of her uh, hair, her purse. It was embedded in her clothes. Embedded. Like, no one touched it. It was next to my feet, but it was, it was his mind. And I've seen him do this like three or four times. I told him, I go, we got to go out in a field somewhere and actually focus his power. We haven't tried it yet. You know, but it's one of those things where it's like when it happens, you're just so shocked and you almost don't want to claim it because it's like, what the hell? This is too crazy. It's like a TV show. It's like a movie, but there's a reason why the TV shows and the movies are out there. There's a reason why so many stories of magic exist, even if they're fiction. It's because it's real and it comes from something. I hate to say it, but humans aren't all that imaginative. It's all always based on something. You know, um, it doesn't happen the way that it happens in, in you know, the TV and the movies, because we all wish. I mean, I wish I could run, like, just touch my nose and dee 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 all of a sudden, ding, the whole house is sparkling fresh, clean, took one second. I love to use magic to do that. <laughs> but... I'm a hereditary witch. And this is not my first life that I've been a witch. In fact, this is the first life I've been aware of being a witch throughout my soul's journey as well as my lineage journey. And yet my magical power is not as powerful as it has been in past lives. I've been burned at the stake a couple times for witchcraft. So, 
I'm still learning about my past (laughs) and how do I get that power back? And I'm like putting seeds into the past, like trying to move through those optic fiber cable lines of energy, like Michael Sherhan was saying last night. So I'm working on it. So what I'm going to tell you guys today, I started to look up stuff and I thought, you know, I'm not going to look up other people's stuff. I'm going to tell you what I do because it just comes naturally. A lot of the stuff just comes naturally, but a lot of the stuff, it comes from books I read and then I adapted my own stuff over the years. I've adapted my own stuff because everybody in the end, you got to adapt it to your own needs and your own self, right? You have to see what you want to work with. You know, it's like if you work with We'll start with animal protection. I didn't even write this one down. I wrote a bunch down of notes. Now I'm not going to go by them. Uh, animal, animal protection. You can have a familiar or you could just work with animals in general. You don't have to make specifically one animal familiar. But if you have a cat, you know, who seems very spiritually aware for a cat, some are just cats. Some are Lyrans in disguise. <laughs> Some of them are like the E.T. cats, the black cats, I think, are Lyrans. I I walked up to a black cat in Lima, and I said, I know you're from another planet, and um, I'll always be here if you want to talk about it. We can telepath together. We could be friends. I'm not going to tell anybody, but I know you're not really a cat, and I know you're not really, you know, unaware that cat looked at me so scared. He kind of sat up and kind of looked at me. I, I know who you are, but I'm not going to tell anyone. And he was just like so freaked out. I don't think I saw him for days after that. He was always afraid of me after that. Like, holy crap, my cover was blown. <laughs> Seriously, go say that to a cat once. See how they act. It's freaking weird. It's like they know exactly what you're saying. And like what you're saying is actually true. <laughs> I've seen too many cat councils in the middle of the night to, to know that there's something going on with the cats. They're not normal. <laughs> They're not normal, you know, earthly animals. They're just, there's something weird and eerie about cats. But if you find one that's magically inclined and one that's um, spiritually aware for a cat or dogs too, and, and I even had a pet wolf. You know, you can have whatever kind of animal, you know, I mean, you've seen Harry Potter, you know, the whole idea of a familiar being a rat or a snake or whatever, bat, owl, whatever. You, you can do that. But if you have an animal, you can just ask the animal to always let you know when there's danger, um, you know, to alert you to the danger and then the animal will. I've had crows do that for me. Wild crows. I've had crows do that for me. So you can ask the animal kingdom. You can actually ask the deva, who is the overlighting energy, um, the fairy, if you will, of a region. And you can ask her to send any animals your way to alert you to any danger that will uh, potentially be coming your way. Another way to work with animal magic is to ask goddess Hakati goddess of the crossroads give her an offering in the, in a crossroads and ask her to always be with you you can ask uh, goddess Akati as well as goddess Lilith that was Adam's first wife 
go back to the Talmud because it wasn't Adam and Eve in the beginning. It was Adam and Lilith. And Lilith will help you in a heartbeat. She's very close to our world. Her, her dimension is very close. And she'll be here in a heartbeat. She'll send dogs. Goddess Hecate will send dogs. Now, I've seen black dogs come and be my protection. And I've seen white dogs when I've asked um, either one of these goddesses to help. Um, you know, if someone's coming your way and they're like menacing and you're scared, just ask. And even if you don't see anything, they will see dogs around you and they will be afraid to go near you. And my, my son and I, we've left gifts for goddess Hecate in the crossroads here. And we've always been protected. You know, I've had just dogs that would tear anyone up if they get out of their yard just walk up to me and lick my hand and I've had dogs like run after me like they're going to be after me and then I turn around and I look them in the eye and they're like oh it's you cool yeah alright and they just sit down and look at me like oh I'm sorry dude <laughs> you will also be protected from dogs attacking you with goddess Hecate and goddess Lilith I mean still I mean if you're afraid and it's the thing that happens you might need to make amends for something that happened to you in your past. My youngest had an issue with dogs for a while. They were attacking him every day we went to Guat when we lived in Guatemala. Every day, dogs attacked him, and we were like, at first it was like hilarious. It's like, what the hell is happening? You know, the rest of us love dogs. Dogs love us, and what's wrong? And then I I looked into one of his past lives and his akashic records, and I said, oh, you have something to heal. So I helped him heal through that. And after that, he always had dog protector friends, and they were always with him because the dogs are loyal to you unless they don't trust you. And if they don't trust you, you have to heal something, and then they'll trust you. And after that, you always have protectors. I mean, I've gone to places. I went to places in Guatemala that I had um, a faithful, loyal dog at my side at all times. Never wanted for anything. Never asked for food. Never begged for anything. Just, I am your protector while you are here. So, I have a lot of love for the dog people. <laughs> I, I respect the hell out of these creatures. So, alright. So, that's one form of protection. You know, um, animals. Uh, also, the devas. Asking the fairies, the fae folk, to come and be with you. And if you invite fae's into your life, you're going to... Well, I mean, for me, I have a lot more fun, but it's a lot more chaotic. I love it. I love having my phase with me. I have my duende. You can go see a picture of Ariana, my duende. She's on my, uh, at mermaidgirl888 on my um, Instagram feed. She's probably like 15 pictures down now. She's so, so cute. Her little purple hat. <laughs> She's actually my son's duende, but she wanted to hang out with me in my room. And we have her sitting on top of a big pile of, of money because she loves money. It fascinates her because it's something that we hold valuable and she wants to always know why, you know. But, um, and she plays with us. She, she'll, like, tie stuff in knots and she'll do things um, to irritate us. Sometimes she'll make things disappear and then they'll reappear, like, a day or two later. It's kind of funny but also, like I said, chaotic. So you can work with the fae if you feel called to do so. You can work with the flower fairies. They're very sweet, very loving individuals. Um, and you can work with um, crystals and rocks and minerals. And then that would be like the gnomes. So you can work with the fairies that come along with 
those things or not. You don't always have to work with fairies uh, directly. If you want to work with them and you want to open up a portal, just remember, say, Will-O-Wish uh, Tuatha Sadig Shigar Malath. Will-O-Wish Tuatha Sadig Shigar Malath. Every time you say that, a portal opens up and the fairies pour out. <laughs> and you can invite them into your world that way. I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. So... <laughs> That's, uh, you can ask them to guard against um, fires in your home. You can ask the spirit and elements of fire to, you know, you give them love and, and respect and ask them to always protect your home from fire breaking out. You can ask um, water spirits to protect your house. Um, you know, we got to make sure they know not to flood your home. I had a whole vortex open up in the basement of my house where I had literally like a round flood going around in a freaking circle and draining out my floor for like five days in Detroit. My uh, pipe broke. Thank God on the side of the city, not on my side, because I would have owned like tens of thousands of dollars in water bills, <laughs> but it was on the city side, thank God, so I didn't owe that much <laughs> I didn't owe any really because they didn't have it on the it was like on the opposite side of the meter thank god I don't know why that happened I haven't asked the spirit the water spirits there why they did it I have a feeling that it was a protection though because we had a lot of ghosts well we had one particular nasty ass ghost that she was horrible she wouldn't let us sleep she's always screaming at us telling us to get out of her house I'm like this is our house we bought it fair and square you're dead go to the light <laughs> Now that I know what to do, I would just put her into the light and have a conversation with her. And But she would throw stuff at me while I was in the laundry room in the basement. It was really crazy. But you can ask the spirits to, you know, come, like the elemental spirits to come and help you with things like this. But they're not as reliable as angels. And angel magic is one of my favorite types of magic in the world. Um... The easiest way to have protection in all things. If you want protection in your health, you ask Archangel Raphael. If you want protection in your creation and your ideas, ask Archangel Uriel. Um, if you're like a writer and you're doing like a school and you want to protect your mind and you want to protect your, you know, like guard your thoughts against evil and you want to guard your thoughts um, against negativity, Archangel Gabriel can work for that. Oriel and Gabriel are working with like inspiration and you know stuff to do with the mind more. Um, Archangel Mikhail, Michael, he is my most favorite. He's my protector. Well, Archangel Raphael, Michael, I work with the most often, um, even though I love all the angels, of course. But Archangel Michael is your big time protector. If you pray to him, while you're walking down the street at night, there was a lady, there was a story of a lady. She was walking down the street at night and she was, um, scared. She saw these really scary looking dudes coming towards her. She was, you know, in LA, her car broke down and she started asking Archangel Michael to come and protect her. And immediately, um, these guys were like kind of menacing and, you know, like they look like they're up to no good. They're going to do something bad. They came towards her and then they both like walked 
really far away around her. And she walked to the police station and about 20 minutes after she got there, these guys had been picked up for like, I think trying to rob somebody. And she was really amazed. Like, wait a minute, you know, I'm here, vulnerable woman alone in the city, middle of the night, terrified as hell, can't defend myself. And y'all ignored me, walked around me. And then you went and robbed another lady, right? So she got brave and she walked up and asked these guys, Hey, so, uh, I have a weird question. Why didn't you, uh, rob me? And they're like, what? She's like, well, right after you saw me, you went and robbed this other woman and then you got caught. So you're here. So I want to ask you, what made you not, what made you decide not to rob me? And they're like, because of the two big dudes you were walking with, we were afraid of those guys. And she was like, I was walking by myself, man. It's because she was Archangel Michael sent, you know, it was, I think it was him and another angel or maybe duplicated himself kind of projected the image that she's with two huge dudes <laughs> that you don't want to mess with. So that is one of the best ways for magical protection. Ask Archangel Michael every day. You can um, look up prayers or you can make up your own every day before you leave the house. Say the prayer. Put it on a piece of paper and put it on the back of your door. Look at it. Make sure you, you say it every day. Whatever the prayer is. It doesn't have to be religious. It doesn't have to be from your religion. It could be just a, a, like a silent thought between you and your higher self, between you and Archangel Michael, between you and God, between you and whoever that you feel is protecting you. Now, I don't recommend working with a lot of, um, like, gin, for example, unless you know what you're doing. If you're not well-versed in that, don't get into it because it, there's caveats everywhere. Same thing with the fairy folk if you're not used to it. Um, you could work with dragons. You could get a magical protection um, dragon. You could just ask, and they'll come. Or you could go to eBay and look up um, haunted vessel dragon and just start looking at the descriptions if you feel like you're up for something like that again if you're brand new to magical world i would say don't even try um just because it can be daunting a little scary a little bit intimidating you know until you're really comfortable but i have dragons i have like a whole bunch of dragons around me they're around me right now i love them so much i can't see them i wish i could see them but i feel them and i love them and i know that they keep me safe and protected and, um, I have gin in my life as well. And I love them very much. And I've been working with them for years and I've used the gin to protect the environment. I've used, you know, not, not just me and my family in my home, but like literally the environment, like the city where I lived in, I've stopped planes from spraying crap in the air. And I stopped the people from doing the vector control of the mosquitoes, um, which, kills all the butterflies and, and wrecks it. It wrecks the whole ecology of a place. So I have used them for things like that, protection of the environment. So amulets. Um, this is a fun one. I mean, you don't have to go buy one that someone made. You can, but it's better to trust yourself and trust your own magic. Because even if you don't come from a linear family, a lineage family, you are magical. Your soul is magical. I mean, look at how we're made. We're created, this world, the whole thing, the matrix, the whole 
dimensional thing. This whole thing is freaking magic. You're living in a magical grid. So you can pick any piece of jewelry that you like, get something nice, and you can put a magical protection spell on it that you create yourself. Just put all the elements in it. Earth, air, fire, water, and spirit, otherwise known as heart. You know, put your love and your emotions into it. So um, just make sure, you know, like a drop of water and pass it through some fire. Smoke is air. Um, Breathing on it is air. Putting intention into it. And, And that's it. So, um, you can use, uh, I use rings. I have some rings that are like protecting me in, um, friendships or relationships. You know, like if I get involved with somebody that, um, there will be integrity in the relationship. I have some rings that will just protect me on safe travels. I have, I've had jewelry in the past that protect me, um, from gain illnesses, protect me with all my health, feel very healthy. Um, protect me from harm, uh, repel. You can make jewelry that will repel lower vibrational people. That's my favorite. You can even do this with a t-shirt. You don't have to. In fact, you could cast a spell on your clothes that you put on that day. It might not last very long because energy is held more often and for a longer period of time in metal and in stones, but you could cast a t-shirt spell. Why not? Or a hat spell or a purse or a backpack spell. There's no law says you can't do that. You can put a an amulet on your backpack so that it won't get stolen. And so that you'll never forget it or leave it behind. So these are the kinds of things that I do. I mean, I've, you know, I always put my rings. It's like I, I put on my jewelry and it's like, Shield one, it's on. Shield two, it's on. (laughs) Let's put on the necklace. There. Now my aura is protected. I'm protected from people who have low vibrations. (laughs) So, um, there are a lot of people that believe in, in magical symbols for protection. And something that was said on why so serious 24 D the other day. I wasn't sure about what she said, but I would be leery of all symbols right now because when she said it, it kind of, it upset me, but I've been thinking about, it and she, she's got a point. Um, the cabal, the people, the chart and people in charge are trying to be in charge of us <laughs> failing miserably, but they're trying to get a hold of us magically and otherwise, and they, um, can take energy from you, suck your energy away from you through typical symbols that are of protection because they are doing mad, you know, evil spells to cast a spell on all these things to take from the good new agey people who just want to be protected. (laughs) And, and she said that she saw that there's a lot of people doing this kind of thing at this time. Because they don't want us to ascend. We're going to leave them behind, guys. They don't, they're jealous. They don't want to do the work spiritually. And they don't want to wake up spiritually. And they just want to 
hold us hostage to their negative crap. You know, if they did the work and they could come with us, it'd be fun. But, you know, they just don't want to do that. So I don't recommend at this time even dealing with, um, like, the, the, you know, the protective hands or eyes or there's a lot of symbols out there, you know, to help ward off evil or whatever. Um, I would say at this time, don't even deal with that. Don't even deal with that. Make your own symbol that is only your own and it's fresh and the cabal doesn't know it because they've never seen it because you just made it up out of your own mind. Ask God to give you the symbol in the clouds or in another way. You might see it on a t-shirt or on the ground in the, you know, or in a rock you find. You just don't know what symbol. It might be light language symbol that just comes and pops into your head one day. Maybe you could do an automatic writing. Ask God to guide your hand. And then that's a symbol. You could draw it on the back of your hand or you could put it on a piece of paper and you could draw three circles around it if that makes you feel better. You could fold it in half or in fourths and draw a pentagram on it, which is just a five-sided star, which means earth, air, water, fire, and heart or spirit. And you put a circle around that to protect all of your elements. Put that in your purse or your billfold or your wallet or backpack or whatever even in the bottom of your shoe or inside your sock put one underneath each foot to keep you protected and safe if that's what you are drawn to that's what you need to do some people put like you know guys that wear like a, a like a baseball hat they'll, they'll put a cast a spell on the baseball hat and every time they put it on it's like a shield of protection a lot of men wear hats and they feel protected energetically and they might not even know that they're a lineage witch. They might not even know that they're casting a spell of protection over themselves. I know a lot of men do that. <laughs> they, just, they And a lot of men don't even know that they do that. But I, I know people do this. For sure. Um, if you're a woman and you want to wear barrettes or like a little hair clip, you might have a little tiny hair clip or something. Or, you know, your piece of jewelry doesn't have to be a ring or a necklace. You know, but you can do earrings lip ring, nose ring, whatever, um, <laughs> whatever kind of jewelry you want. So cleanse your aura every day. This is what is the best uh, way to keep yourself protected. I would say if you get, this is how you make a magical spray. Get some crystals and purify them by running them under water, running them through some smoke, maybe fire and smoke like incense you could burn sage sweet grass cedar those kinds of things um you know you can burn these around your house and cleanse energy you can um cleanse your own aura that way or you can energetically do it i do all of my magic with energy i'm an energy shaman so that's what i do so i just um imagine white light coming over me and just going through my aura and cleansing it, going through my chakras and cleansing me, going through my mental body, my emotional body, my spirit body, just cleansing constantly. You can do this, and also you can imagine there's chakras in the bottom of your feet, which there are, and every time you step, you leave behind you a big, big white pillar of light, and that's your protection as well. That's another energy protection, energy magic. So... Um, Keep your energy field clean. One of the ways you could do it is with this water. So you take, you know, uh, whatever crystal that is corresponding to the thing that you need, you know, protection from, protection of your heart, 
of your emotions. That would be like a rose quartz or a amethyst. Uh, spiritual protection is amethyst as well. Obsidian is protection against um, evil spirits. You know, so whatever it is, you, you've got to look it up in a crystal book or something um, that does magical correspondences. But take a crystal and, and uh, make sure it's not malachite, by the way, because that is a poisonous rock. So, you know, a quartz crystal is best. Um, make sure <laughs> before you do anything to it. But what you do is you take your favorite essential oil. Also can be magical protection. Uh, if you need money protection, bergamot. Bergamot is, is, that's the shit, man. I love it. It's like a nice citrusy. But um, just pick your essential oil, put it in a little teeny tiny, um, maybe like a tablespoon of vodka, put in your 10 drops, put that in the bottom of a spray bottle, fill the rest up with spring water, and put your crystal in. If you want to put some herbs in for protection, you can do that as well. And then chant over it or pray over it or put your energy, your love, your protection, your intention into it. Whatever kind of protection you're looking for. Spray that around your house. Spray it over your body. Spray it onto your face. Um, just spray it onto your pillow at night. Whatever kind of protection. You want to keep your dreams protected. You want to keep your sacred space protected while you slumber. You can do a sleep spray. You can do a magical protection spray for when you leave the house. I have, um, in the past, I've had a lot of sprays. You could just go buy, like, orange sprays. That the, you know, they're already pre-done as well. And just, you could pop in your um, your uh, crystal in the bottle or, or put it um, on a bed of crystals, you know, to keep the high vibration there. And, I mean, anytime you're angry or upset or, or just ruminating on the past, just spritz that. Just spritz your face with it. And it's so refreshing and it smells amazing. You feel great. And it breaks up the energy. You can also connect with the water spirit inside the bottle and ask it to break up the energy and dissipate the negativity around you. You can also, if especially if you're an air elemental person, I would say grab your... Um, your favorite incense and go through your house and also put it over your body and permeate your clothes with the scent of the smoke. That's your protection. That's can be very, very powerful. Salt on your windowsills, salt in your doorways, your door jams. That's going to keep the negativity out and evil spirits out. Use the um, feng shui mirrors you can get at any Chinese store or specialty shop for feng shui. You could even order them online. They, they're like called bagua mirrors. And you have the convex and the concave ones, the ones that push out energy. If you have negative energy coming from your neighbors, you get the ones that push it back to them. <laughs> and then there's ones that are concave. They'll pull in beautiful, loving, wonderful energy. If you have, if your windows or your doors are overlooking a beautiful field, you have the ones that pull in that gorgeous energy. You want that protection of nature. Ask Mother Nature, ask Mother Earth Gaia herself. Work with the spiritual elements for protection. Now, if you want, um, you could also ask God, by the way. Now, if I say work with the angels, I don't want you to go towards uh, Solomon's stuff where he controlled angels. Controlling elementals, controlling angels are always a bad idea. Don't, no one wants to be controlled. It's we all know it now. 
hey, I know that now, but over 2,000 years ago, he didn't know it, you know, so he, he controlled demons, he controlled angels, you know, it's possible, if you get magically, really intense, magically, you can do it, there was, you know, in fact, on my feed, on my Instagram, you could go see pictures of the scariest church I've ever been to, it's a Catholic church, but it was built by the devil in one night in Quito and it's evil as frick. I mean, holy crap. You can see the pictures. It'll give you the chills. It's creepy as hell. Literally the church built by the devil. And they did a show on it last year. <laughs> and this devil was going to take his soul when it was done, but it was never done because he left one part of the church missing. So it will never be done. And because it'll never be done, the devil will never have a soul. So instead, there's evil demons all freaking over that place. I couldn't see them, but I felt them. And I felt them attacking me when I left the church. And I was like, dude, I have nothing to do with this church. You know what I mean? Like, just leave me the hell alone. And I was like defending myself against demons for like an hour or two after. <laughs> It was like deflect, deflect, deflect. Sending love to your enemies is the best way to conquer them. Especially if you have those kinds of enemies. If you have demons after you, low-level devils, uh, negative energy entities and thought forms, little bull weevils of energy, (laughs) you just send them love. You don't have to defend If you defend yourself, you are attacked. Remember, A Course in Miracles. So you just send them love, 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 love. Dream magic. Seriously, just get a dream catcher. They work. In fact, I had one, and I've got to pick it up. (laughs) I have one with, with the spider on it that my friend made. He made it before he met me. And I saw it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. And he's like, oh, you're the one I made it for. Yeah, it does matches your aura. And I'm like, oh my God. <sighs> Gotta love people in Bogota. Rolos. <laughs> Bogotanias. They're very open to magic. They're very open to spiritual stuff. And my friend was... He made it, but it does it does work. And it's like all my dreams are gone. Like negative dreams. Like I have still had some negative dreams. And now that it's fallen behind, I've had a few more. So I do know it definitely works. Get a dream catcher. Put your own magical spin on it. Put it through your own smoke you know your own incense spray your own spray onto it put your own energy into it however you work with your elements is okay you don't have to do all of these you pick the ones pick and choose the ones you want you could do crystal magic you could do crystal grids for protection um, you could put them underneath your bed or on the four corners of your bed or uh, Jude Decoff he talks about extensively in the starseed perspective he talks about how to do energy grids and his grids are he just does like a tabletop grid very small little thing and for me and I I think huge massive crystals you know one at every corner of my place that's what I think of a grid and he thinks those little tiny crystals together on on an energy grid like with maybe like a flower of life you know or even a Sri Yantra would work or something you draw yourself. You could draw your own magical protection spells and seal each door and say, with your words, because by your logos, it is made true. With your word, it comes into your reality. 
You are a spark of God. God created this world with his breath and his word. You create your reality with your words every day. When you say, I am, whatever you follow it up with, that's your protection. I am protected. I am safe. I am whole. I am healthy. I am loved. I am wealthy. I am abundant. I am clear of the past. I am free from other people's bullshit. Whatever you say after the words I am, if it if you talk about yourself bad, you just blasphemed. Because I am is the name of God in the Bible. And I said that and I look up and there's a bunch of white lights above my head. I know that to be true. The best protection you have is God. God's always got your back. And don't imagine that you're being attacked. That you, you know, if you defend yourself, you're attacked. So just send love, 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 love. Some of the best magic I've ever done in my life is sun magic. You stand in the sunlight. You imagine it pouring in through your, your, um, all your chakras down through your crown, all the way down into the ground and just, and it just pours all your stuff that you don't need anymore. Just pours it into the ground where it's instantly healed, transformed, stand with your face beaming in the sun and allow that sun energy to penetrate you. Ask it. Ask Grandfather Son to protect you. They give you an aura of protection and increase your aura and make it golden light, golden sunlight energy. Pull it into your heart and then disperse it throughout your body in every direction until suddenly in 30 feet in every direction, 300 feet in every direction, 30 miles in every direction, up, down, top, bottom, every direction. The sun energy is penetrating. It's going through you and it's protecting you. And it's giving you a massive radius of protection as well. I love sun magic. I love angel magic. I don't do moon magic. Um, a lot of people do. A lot of Wiccans do. A lot of uh, magical folk do. I love the moon. I, ta- I talk to her. I have conversations with her. I don't worship the moon. I never really felt comfortable with that. I did for a while try it when I was very young and it was just like, I felt weird. It didn't match me, but I'm a sun worshiper, man. Even though (laughs) I'm like pale as hell. When I was a kid, I used to go to the beach and I'd lay out in the sun. I'd put, I'd slather myself with like 90 SPF, but, or whatever the top one was when I was a kid, 30 probably. But I would just, just lay there and love the sun love and love and love and love and love the sun and I'd feel that the sun loves me back love is the greatest most powerful force in the universe it is the biggest point of protection that you could possibly have so cleaning your house clean up clean 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 up Uh, I wrote clean up after three days so that's assault on the windowsills and the doorways every three days switch that out Make sure that you're not uh, using the salt to disintegrate your windowsills. It does disintegrate wood. Be careful. But um, you can use black salt for protection. You can use regular salt for protection. You could go to a specialty shop and get black, black salt. Or eBay is a good is a good source for that. Or you can make it yourself. Look it up. You can make your own holy water. Look it up how to do that. 
Rose essential oil is a very high vibration um, to make holy water. You could consecrate your things with it. Just sprinkle water on it. Ask God to protect and bless everything as you go around sprinkling the holy water on stuff. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah, cleansing your spaces. Grab a broom. Get a special magical broom. And clear out all the energy with the broom. Like, literally sweep it away. Open the window. Sweep it out the damn window. Don't use your regular day-to-day daily dirt broom for this. But definitely um, get a separate broom. Uh, If you don't want to use a broom, you could get a towel. Just kind of swing a towel around. Uh, there's floor washes if you want to do it. This this is kind of fancy. You, there's floor washes that smell like um, orange blossom, which means good luck, which is another form of protection. You could just put that on there so as you're swinging around, you're literally putting the energy of good luck into your house or whatever one you want. If you live in the United States, especially if you're in California, you might go to the... Um, there's like mercados. There's like... Uh, there are like open-air markets that usually sell a lot of stuff to people that speak Spanish. There's a lot of brujos, brujas, a lot of witches in the Spanish speaking community. And, um, I didn't know enough about it back in the day, but when I was in like Van Nuys, boy, I saw some really cool stuff like candles, magical candles. They have spells you can buy. There's witches that do tarot cards and they'll light candles for you. And I have had people uh, do cast spells for me of protection before I knew what to do. If you feel like someone is really seriously messing with you, there's you get you get a real small black candle and a little um, get a little dish, put water in the dish light the candle and you sit and the whole time you imagine that you are fully protected and you stare at that candle for a whole four hours. I did this for four hours once. Didn't stop for four hours. And at the end when the candle burns out in the water, you throw the candle out in your backyard, you bury it and you throw the water out as well. And then you ask divine to bless you. You know, if someone is really screwing with you, don't think about what they're doing. You just think about pushing them farther and farther and farther away. Black is, it repels negativity. So don't worry. It's not black magic. If that freaks you out, don't do it. Use a white candle um, to call angels to you. Burn a white candle. You could put one like a grid. You know, again, ask the fire elements not to hurt your house. And, you know, I live in a house that's made from mostly cement, so... It's easy for me, you know, not to burn down the house, but be very, very careful with fire. Always, obviously. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I try to go as fast as I could. Yes, sweep up your cobwebs, your floors, your air. Literally sweep the air with your magical broom or with your, you can even, you know, you can even do a, um, like a bandana. You could get a wet bandana, you know, wring it out so it's not going to fling water everywhere, but... Um, ask the element of air and water with a bandana. You can take a feather, you know, um, or if you have a bunch of feathers, you could just go get a bag of turkey feathers and make like a wing, and you can use that as your air element to blow the incense smoke around your house. Do that in abalone shell, and you've got your your water element. So that's earth, 
what is earth? I think the no the feathers air, and the abalone is water. Or it's also kind of earth though because it's an earthy thing. You could put dirt in the bottom of that, or the incense itself is the earth. That's it. And then it's burning, which is fire. So it's all the elements. But put your love, put your heart into everything. Constantly visualize. Energy visualization is one of the best things you can do. Um, It's easy. It's free. It's just a few minutes of your mind. And, you know, if you're a witch that moves around a lot, if you're a traveler, you're never going to worry about carrying your magical elements with you because it's your mind. You always have your wits about you, and therefore your magic is always with you as well. So, um, let's see. Call upon your spirit animals, your spirit guides, your spiritual guides that are human, your spirit animals that are obviously animals, to protect you as well. Call upon your higher self, your holy guardian angel. Everybody has one, and you might have more angels that protect you, but you have your main holy guardian angel that has been assigned to you since your soul was born, not since you were born in this life this time, but since the beginning back in the day, the dawning of your soul. So ask that angel to always be with you and guide you and protect you. Open up a dialogue with God and work on all your intuitional stuff and you're going to pretty much well be, be very, very well protected by all of these things. Just pick the ones that resonated with you and leave the rest. Um, yeah, I just, I'm looking at this. It's like, that's it. <laughs> Spring water, you know, um, with the vodka and the salt. Oh yeah. And put salt in it. Um, and bless the salt first. Salt is a magical element that really does. Um, it's a crystal. You know, Egg Magic, Draja Mikaharik has a book about egg magic. Highly recommend. Oh my God, one of the best books ever. Um, egg Magic is also good for protection of a wide variety of things. So anyway, I hope this uh, magical protection, these ideas help you. Ask the gods and the goddesses to be with you if you are so inclined. If you're not, don't worry about it. Ask Jesus if you're Christian. A lot of Christian witches out there. And Brother Yeheshua, he's one of my number one people. He's one of my go-to guys. You know, you could ask Paramahansa Yogananda to help you. You know, it doesn't have to be magically inclined, you know, in the way where you're drawing pentagrams on the ground. You don't have to do that. And right now it's a symbol, so maybe be careful of it. You know, just because of what all of the other energies are trying to do right now. Keep your wits about you. Keep your air fresh and your heart light. Cut all ties to the past every day you possibly can with the sprays, with your sage, with your, you know, burning your incense, lighting, you know, just just try to sever your ties. Ask Archangel Michael to cover you with his invisible cloak. He'll keep you shielded. Ask him to uh, surround you with that. His dark, he's like a dark blue coat or cloak that will cover you, make you invisible to your potential enemies. Ask him to sever the ties between you and everybody else every night. People can't siphon your energy off. You're protected if you're not connected, you know, energetically cord wise. I'm not saying don't have relationships because we need each other, but just be very careful 
about the ways in which you utilize your energy and the ways that other people manipulate your energy. They might try to pull your energy because they don't feel strong themselves. So you need to help them to be strong. You give them love and light, but cut your energy from them. Ask God to protect them. So anyway, there you guys have it. That is our magical self-protection class for the day. (laughs) I'll be back tomorrow with all unique original programming, just like always. Tomorrow will be, of course, about what is happening in the world. I want to make sure. Yeah, that's right. Look at the date real quick. So, yeah, what's going on in the world tomorrow? Pretty much the news. The earth changes. Coronavirus changes. All the changes we're going to talk about tomorrow. Hopefully we'll get to some weird news because I've been loving doing the weird news. It's kind of fun and funny and funky to think about on the weekends. Give you something to kind of wrap your mind around and laugh about. So there it is, guys. Another one done. (laughs) Thank you for liking, subscribing, and sharing with all your friends and family and your groups on Instagram as well as Facebook. I really, really appreciate the help. Mark your calendars because starting in July, from July 1st through the whole month of July, you will have the opportunity, if you so are inclined to do so, you can go and vote for me in the People's Choice Awards, the Podcast Awards. I'll, When we get towards June, I'm going to try to put a little blurb about how to do that, what website and everything, but just put it in the calendar now, your iCalendar, iPhone, your Google calendar, whatever, mark it on a piece of paper, your actual physical calendar on the wall, if y'all still have one of those, (laughs) just so you know, just because I I need to get the word out there so I can keep the show going and keep telling more people about more magical things so that we can all live a beautiful, wonderful, peaceful life and the life that we so richly deserve. So, all right. That's all I got to say about that, guys. I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.